Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's October the 3rd, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1901, and we travel to Chicago, where John Alexander Dowie suffered from a stroke. Dowie was a Scottish-Australian Christian leader with an unusual entrepreneurial talent. With a following of some approximately 6,000 people, he had founded the city of Zion in Illinois, where he personally owned all the land and established many businesses. The city was founded 40 miles from Chicago, and he established a theocratic political and economic structure and prohibited smoking, drinking, eating pork, and the practice of any form of modern medicine. He also established a range of businesses, healing homes, and a large tabernacle. Followers from across the world descended on Zion, and Dowie soon urged missionaries to go back around the world. And one such missionary, Daniel Bryant, established churches at Wakastrum and on the Witwatersrand in southern Africa between 1904 and 1908. And this proved to be a fruitful place for Dowie's message to take root and to spread to Johannesburg in South Africa. And now it is the largest religious group in Southern Africa with 15 million followers, compared to the few hundred still left in Illinois. Dowie's Zionism has been successful in Southern Africa because it was appealed to the poor its disavowal of racial and ethnic difference, and the centrality of faith-feeling. Its cosmopolitan egalitarianism has meant that it has endured, helped by a lack of hierarchy and an absence of doctrine. And this has allowed it to blend Christian teaching with indigenous practices such as ancestor worship. However, now it's coming under pressure from Pentecostalists who preach the prosperity gospel. And this is some sort of irony, as Dowie himself became very prosperous in his evangelical, and many say was a fraudulent career. He had forced his followers to deposit their funds in Zion Bank, which deceptively appeared to be a registered entity, but was in fact an unincorporated entity under his control. The entire structure of Zion was continually in debt and eventually it crashed down as Dowie became increasingly senile and unable to handle his affairs. T.P. O'Connor, an Irish MP and a journalist, wrote of Dowie, the one incomprehensible element in this man's gigantic success is the personal luxury in which he lives and his superb refusal at the same time to account for any of the sums of money entrusted to him. His horses are worth a fortune in themselves. Carriages are emblazoned with armorial bearings. His wife is said to dress with the gorgeous extravagance of an empress and when he travels hemmed around with a little army of servants. The prophet of humility and self-denial has a special train charted.
And whenever the spiritual burdens become too great a tax, there is a delightful country residence belonging to him, in which to retreat from the clamour and the importunate appeals of the faithful. Dowie was a restorationist and sought to recover the primitive condition of the church. He believed in an end times restoration of spiritual gifts and apostolic offices to the church and he claimed to be God's messenger. And in 1901 he claimed to be the spiritual return of the biblical prophet Elijah styling himself as Elijah the Restorer sometimes known as the prophet Elijah or the third Elijah. As an advocate of divine healing, he was highly critical of other teachers on healing in traditional medicine. And he urged total reliance on divine healing against the use of all forms of medicine, a scepticism which has been very popular in southern Africa. And Dari opened a number of healing homes where people could come for instruction in healing and for specific prayer. In a fascinating development, he would play a role in the emergence of the Ahmadiyya movement in Islam due to a well-publicised contest that took place in the early 1900s between himself and the movement's founder, Mirza Ghulam Ahmad. Dari claimed to be the forerunner of Christ's second coming and was particularly hostile towards Islam, which he believed Christ would destroy upon his return. In northern India, Ahmad had claimed to be the coming of Christ in the spirit as well as the promised Mahdi of Islam, who would usher in the final victory of Islam on earth. In 1902, Ahmad invited Dawi to a contest, proposing a prayer duel between the two, in which both would pray to God that whichever of them was false in their prophetic claim would die within the lifetime of the truthful one. The challenge attracted some media attention in the United States and was advertised by a number of American newspapers. It portrayed the contest as one between two eccentric religious figures. Dowie, however, dismissed the challenge. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the manifest of the 93 at the beginning of World War I which included prominent German theologians amongst the 93. This month we have surpassed 10,000 downloads. So a big thank you to listeners from all over the world for your interest. And today we have a special thank you to our listeners in Clichy de Ile de France and in West Bridgeford in England. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.